Good morning. Yesterday, the Metropolitan Washington Airports Authority agreed to sell 424 acres of unused Dulles Airport property to a data center company for $236 million. But while they'll be collecting the check, that deal could actually be a payout for all of Loudoun. For Wednesday, September 19th, it's your Loudoun Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are. Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Yesterday, the Metropolitan Washington Airports Authority Board of Directors approved the sale of 424 acres on the western end of Dulles Airport's property to Digital Realty Trust, a data center developer. It's part of a larger 584-acre parcel listed in county records at a fair market value of $115.9 million, and they are selling that part of it for $236.5 million. And this deal could have significant ramifications for the county's finances and for people traveling through Dulles Airport. Under the airport's authority's ownership, the land is exempt from county real estate taxes. Once a private owner takes over, the county can start collecting real estate taxes. On top of that, the land is in the county's special metro area real estate tax district, which as of now means their tax rate is actually 20 cents higher. And of course, if they do indeed build 400 acres of data centers, the county will collect taxes on those too. Data centers have been a major underpinning of the county budget. It could also mean money for air travelers. Proceeds from the sale will be required to be used for airport-related activities. That means capital for planned expansions and a pool of money that can be used to reduce passenger fees. The passenger fee at Dulles, called a cost per employment, reached a high of $26.55 per passenger in 2014. That's a fee airlines pay per passenger. That, of course, pushes prices up for the passengers, but it also chased airlines away from the airport as the alarm went up about how much more expensive it was to operate at Dulles. Instead, they could get a lower cost at Reagan National or Baltimore Washington International. Since then, there's been a focus at Dulles on bringing down those prices. That got to start with a decision to move some revenues from Reagan to Dulles, about $35 million this year. Reagan and Dulles are both under the airport's authority. On top of that, then-Governor Terry McAuliffe won approval from the General Assembly to give Dulles $50 million over two years to help keep down passenger fees. Passenger costs are expected to drop 6% to $17.82 per passenger this year. But with those state grants expiring next year, that passenger fee, which again is part of the cost of a ticket, was expected to go back up to $23. By comparison, the passenger fee at BWI is less than $10. That helps them draw low-cost carriers. According to the airport's authority, Digital Realty was the highest bidder and has already negotiated with the airport's authority and made a $5 million deposit. The deal is expected to close late this month or early next month. The deed will include covenants to ensure that development on the land is compatible with the nearby airport uses. 
Digital Realty is already an established presence in Loudoun with 17 data centers in the county already, according to the company's website. Some of those data centers have drawn noise complaints from nearby residents, such as at Regency at Ashburn. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, despite or perhaps because of the turbulence in the past several months, the Loudoun Museum's new Board of Trustees and the Leesburg Town Council seem hopeful about the museum's future. Earlier this summer, the museum's executive director was fired after 14 months on the job. All the remaining staff resigned and the museum was closed indefinitely and it remains closed today. As the museum's landlord, since it owns the three buildings the museum uses, the town council wanted some clarity on what the trustees' plans are and when they expect to get the museum open again. Museum board chairman Michael O'Connor said the trustees are working to hire a new executive director, inventory the museum's 8,000 piece collection, brainstorm ideas for future exhibits, and establish partnerships across the county and the town. O'Connor said he wants to get the museum's doors open again and told the town council he wants them to see a return on their investment. The town charges only a nominal rent for the three buildings the museum occupies in downtown Leesburg. Museum trustee Sharon Vertz said inventorying the museum's vast collection is its own logistical challenge. So far, about 1,000 of the museum's 8,000 items have been assessed. She said they don't really know what they have and they want to keep what's relevant and give back what's not. Relevancy has been a hot topic for the museum the last few years. On top of not reaching a younger audience, it's been criticized for keeping shorter hours and not changing its exhibits. O'Connor said a decision on a new executive director is expected soon. They're down to three candidates from among 25 resumes. They'll also be bringing back the Leesburg Haunting Store. Town council members showed optimism about what they heard. The council is expected to vote on renewing the museum's lease on September 25th. Every council member present has so far said they support continuing that lease. A teenager from Leesburg is weighing offers from some of the top college basketball programs in the country. Six-foot-two, 16-year-old Leesburg native Jeremy Roach has been playing basketball since first grade. And now he's been weighing offers from Duke University basketball head coach Mike Krzyzewski, the all-time win leader in Division I college basketball history, University of Kentucky coach John Calipari, who's groomed 42 players who've gone on to play in the NBA, and NCAA reigning champion Villanova University's coach Jay Wright. Roach is a starting point guard from Paul VI's high school in Fairfax and on his travel squad, Team Takeover. He's already built quite a resume for a guy with two years left of high school. He's gathered All-American, All-Metro, and All-Virginia honors. His team at Paul VI has had a 55-13 and record over his two years there and won the Virginia Independent Schools Athletic Division Association Division I State Championship earlier this year. All that adds up to offers from Villanova, Duke, UVA, University of North Carolina, Virginia Tech, Notre Dame, University of Southern California, Texas, and Loyal Chicago. He has hopes of playing in the NBA, but for now, he said, he's focused on continuing to hone his game and simply being a teenager, which for him means hanging out with friends and playing plenty of Fortnite. Didn't make that up. I realize that sounds like something a 31-year-old reporter made up, but nope, that's what he said. And this Saturday, the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office is opening its new Ashburn Station. 
The Sheriff's Office opened its first county-owned station in 2007 in the Douglas South area. The Eastern Loudoun Station in Sterling opened in 2010, and the Western Loudoun Station in Round Hill opened in 2016. This opening at the Ashburn Station is the final step in the agency's plan to build substations in each of its service areas. This one will be in one Loudoun and will serve an area of more than 98,000 people. The dedication of the $15 million station will start at 10 a.m. and includes an open house with self-guided tours. There will be a display of Sheriff's Office equipment, including the mobile command unit, the motor unit, dive team, ATVs, and the small unmanned aircraft system or drone from the search and rescue team. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, the National Sporting Library and Museum is hosting author Alistair Jackson to talk about his new book, Lady of the Chase, The Life and Hunting Diaries of Daphne Moore. Jackson, the retired director of the British Masters of Foxhounds Association, compiled the previously undiscovered hunting diaries of Daphne Moore, a longtime reporter and horse and hound from the 1930s to the 1980s. It starts at 6 p.m. The Chris Timbers duo is playing Spanky's Shenanigans in Leesburg tonight from 8 to 11, and O'Fallon's Irish Pub in Sterling is hosting Pub Quiz Trivia tonight at 8 p.m. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, get the Morning Minute logo on some NBA jerseys to tell all your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.